friends. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Layton, and thank you for joining me in our journey to hope. It is my desire through this podcast to bring you information about how to discover, sustain, or perhaps regain hope. In this episode, I want to discuss a bit about finding hope through reflection. I'll discuss what reflection is and how it relates to hope. I'll be giving some practical things we can do to grow in hope. Well, let's begin by defining the terms reflection and hope. Hope, as we've discussed in previous episodes, can be understood in two ways. One is to have a vague feeling of wanting something to happen. I hope it rains. I hope it doesn't rain. I hope I win. I hope something happens in my life. It, it, it's almost a wish. The other is to have confident assurance in something, that we hope in something that we have confidence will happen. This is what we ultimately seek, especially in regard to our relationship with God. Reflection is defined as serious thought or consideration. In other words, we think about such things as contemplation, deliberation, pondering on something, meditation, musing about something, or simply remembering and thinking upon something. I apply the meaning of reflection as looking back or looking at a situation in my life and thinking about what it means or how it impacts my life. This action helps us to be aware of ourselves and how events or relationships, or perhaps the lack of relationships, impact us as we look at our life in a physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual way. Well, that sounds like a mouthful, but it comes down to the sum of all of life's events that have happened to us in the past, including our decisions in these moments, and how they impacted us. So by reflecting on these, we try to learn to make better, healthier decisions. You know, the Apostle Paul was a master of reflection, and he encourages us to regularly practice this as we read his letters to the Christians and to the early church. I think a great example of Paul encouraging us to reflect is found in, in uh, Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. And I'm reading here from the English Standard Version. In verse 8, Paul says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about those things. To think on means to reflect upon. But then Paul tells us what to do with these thoughts in verse 9. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, let's talk about how reflections benefits my hope in life. In a spiritual sense, we must read and reflect upon God's Word. Ask ourselves what God is saying, what it means, and how does it impact or direct my life. We also should learn to spend more time in prayer. Prayer is a major action of reflection. 
I'm not necessarily speaking about when we pray to our Lord for something we need in our life, although that is important, but it could be during other times. Prayer time is where we look internally and see how our actions, our attitudes, and feelings impact on our relationship with God. We seek to understand why we do or think things. We're communicating with God in an open and honest way. It's also important to associate with other Christians as they seek to become more Christ-like and as they pray and reflect upon God's Word. Fellow seekers help strengthen us and support us in our daily growth. Well, these activities of reflection should be daily activities. It doesn't necessarily mean we have to carve out a significant amount of time for these activities, although deep reflection should be done on occasion. It means developing the ability to look at a current situation and reflect upon it. I read an article that referred to this as reflecting on the go. These reflective periods involve looking at issues at hand and seeking to understand their impact. We can think about whether we did the right thing in the situation. What could we have done better? What were my motives, and how do they relate to God's will? Do I need to repair a relationship with someone or offer someone an apology for my actions? These questions help us to take a step back and review our life. I don't mean to imply we're always doing the wrong thing or thinking the wrong thing. In fact, we might find that we are living and acting as God wills us. It is just as valuable to recognize that. We're celebrating the Spirit of God acting in our life to help us grow spiritually. We don't do so in a prideful way. Rather, we humbly thank God for helping us grow. I like to start my day with prayer. That includes seeking God's wisdom and helping me with the decisions I'll make during the day. Then I like to look back each evening to reflect upon my activities to see if I've glorified God and shown Him to others in a positive way that helps them seek Him. I mentioned setting aside time each day. I also recommend we set aside time each week. A good time to do this might be on Sunday morning. As you might be sitting quietly and enjoying a cup of coffee, think about the meaning of this day as you prepare to worship and to start a new week. Oh, by the way, I offer apologies to those moms and dads with younger children that find this time chaotic. As we spend time in this weekly reflection, think about setting a weekly goal for spiritual growth. There may be some general growth areas, such as we want to be more knowledgeable of God's Word in a specific area, or perhaps we want to show growth in an area of spiritual weakness or in overcoming a barrier to our spiritual growth. There might be other more specific things we can do. For example, we could perform a random act of kindness to someone. We could involve ourselves in an area of service to others. We could hold back commenting on something we're feeling negative about. We could say words of kindness or offer a smile to a stranger. The idea is to push ourselves beyond our current level of spiritual maturity and comfort. Athletes know that to grow in strength and stamina, they must excel beyond their current level. A weightlifter will add more weight. A runner will add more distance. Athletes will seek opponents 
with equal or greater skill in their field of endeavor. In a spiritual sense, we do that as we reflect upon our life as compared to our Lord's will. We seek to grow spiritually so that to be a better servant of our Lord. I started this podcast episode by mentioning that we were looking at the relationship of hope and reflection. As I begin to close this episode, I want to address that specifically. True and lasting hope is found in our relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. He alone offers us true and lasting hope. That hope is now, as we have confident assurance, that we are children of God and citizens in His kingdom. As we reflect upon our life, we look at how we are living in light of God's will for us. His will is simple to understand. We're to first seek that relationship with Him through faith. We commit to changing our life to do His will over ours, and then we act upon our faith initially through our baptism by immersion in water. That's only the beginning. We then continue to commit to living according to His teachings. We should seek to continue to grow spiritually to the point that all the thoughts and actions of our life reflect the will of God. Now, we know we never achieve that in this life, but we seek to grow to the point that when others see us, they see Christ. We want to reflect His love, His compassion, His grace, and His forgiveness. Friends, again, this is a lifetime endeavor that requires constant attention and being on guard of our lives. The great thing is that as we seek to live by God's will, we are not alone. We have a a God that understands our efforts and shortcomings and offers us hope by promising to reward our faithfulness. God does not demand perfection, but he does demand faithfulness. And we have our fellow Christians that are also journeying to hope. Well, in closing, I offer one of the greatest promises of our Lord that's found in scriptures. It's found in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through 9. Again, I'm reading from the English Standard Version. John says, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I praise God every day for that wonderful passage. Well, friends, thank you for joining me as together we journey to hope. I truly hope that we have encouraged you to discover, sustain, or regain hope through this effort. I invite you to contact me if you have any questions or comments, or if you wish to share with me something you've experienced in your journey to hope. My email is ourjourneytohope at gmail.com. That's ourjourney and the number two, hope, at gmail.com. And please, share this podcast with someone whose hope is being challenged. 
I look forward to sharing more with you soon. Again, I'm Dr. Dave Layton, and thank you for listening. And until our next episode, remember, we give all glory to God our Father.